Welcome to the All Around Joe Podcast, where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. On this edition of the All Around Joe Podcast, I have the pleasure of interviewing Steve O'Dell and Robbie Page from Tenzo T. I was introduced to Tenzo T maybe about a month or maybe a little longer than that ago, and what it is, it's a matcha green tea. And I've always loved matcha green tea. So when I was introduced to them, I was like, yeah, for sure. I want to give this stuff a try. It sounds really cool. And I was blown away. In fact, so much so that the matcha green tea from Tenzo Tea is now my preferred pre-workout supplement. Not only that, there's a bunch of positive health benefits from drinking the matcha tea. So I highly recommend that you check out this podcast because Steve and Robbie are a couple of very interesting, smart entrepreneurs, and they get into why you would have the tea, what kind of workouts the tea would be good for, what they're into, and we even get to talk about a little bit of entrepreneurship, which I geek out on, so I hope you guys enjoy this. And I want to let you know that this podcast is brought to you by Audible, and you can go to allaroundjoe.com slash audible to get yourself a free audiobook. And if you hang around to the very end of the podcast, Steve and Robbie give their top three books that they recommend to the listeners. So if you hang around to the end, check out those books that they recommend and grab yourself a free audible audiobook by going to allaroundjoe.com slash audible. All right, guys, enjoy the interview with Steve and Robbie from Tenzo T. All right, Steve and Robbie, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? Doing awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, doing great. great. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to have you guys on the show because I've been trying your guys' product for a while. I've done some research on who you are. You sound like some pretty fun guys with, you know, some synergies actually with business and things like that that I'm working on. So, I'm excited to chat with you as well as you guys having really cool um, athletic careers, which is, which is fun. And, <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about you guys' background, growing up, education, sports, et cetera. I want to hear more about what you guys are all about. Yeah. So um, I grew up in upstate New York, in Rochester, New York specifically. Uh, played a volleyball my whole life. I was fortunate enough to go and play at UCLA for four years. Uh, really loved my time there, and that's the first real taste of Los Angeles for me. Um, after UCLA, I went and played a year professionally in Italy, indoor, one of the top leagues in the world. And then I played professionally two years in the sand on the AVP. Cool. Um, and that takes us to 2016, right around the time when. Uh, Steve and I really got together and started brainstorming amazing business ideas. And that's kind of in that time frame was where Tenzo was formed and the really need for healthy energy and long-term focus kind of really came true to a lot of senses of our life. Um, yeah, that's a pretty quick rundown. Want to do the same? Yeah. So I was kind of a similar story. I played volleyball my whole life. Um, I actually met Rob at a volleyball practice when I was 12 and he was 14. He was, so for those who don't know, he's seven one. Um, <laughs> But he was six foot four as a fourteen year old with like this big three inch afro. So um, just like a very strange sight. But then um, we played against each other uh, on the court in Rochester, New York, for a while, and then I followed him to UCLA two years after he went there. We played together for two years. I had another year there, and then I left school and moved in on Rob's couch, and that's when 
and the magic of Tenzo T started. Very cool. And were you guys at all entrepreneurial before you like hooked up when you were younger or was it like, Hey, we're friends. Let's try and do something different with our lives. No, we, we were honestly primarily volleyball players, like a okay. whole lot. And it, at, when I was at UCLA after Rob left, um, I took an entrepreneurship class and then started like a very simple company one summer and it did pretty well. And then got like really into it and that's why I left school and moved down to Rob's couch and then he kind of caught the bug as well and we were just kind of like full-blown entrepreneurs from here on out. Very cool and how old are you guys now? I'm 25 going on 26 in July. I'm 23. Okay so you guys are you're pretty young guys here which is fantastic. I, I banged around in entrepreneurship since I was probably like 28 or so but Man, I'm I'm jealous of getting started early because have you guys ever had even had jobs? Uh, no, not actually. really. That's the, one of the funniest things is, is oh, it's been a massive learning curve from day one. I yeah. studied neuroscience, studied histories, and none of us were in business. We knew how to learn learn skills, but one yeah. of the biggest and really cool and challenging parts of running a business is um, management, and even like being like having never really had that experience working for a major company or a major like business is kind of learn as as possible. All like this fine line stuff of like whether having employees, proper communication management, all those skills are like really come a lot from a team too. It's really helpful to have be part of a team, but it's been a great process learning so far. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. I wish I would have tried that early on. Cause I, I call myself now unemployable and it's, it's because I had to go through that before actually figuring out that you could just become an entrepreneur. So I'm jealous of what you guys have done. Uh, it's, it's really cool. Um, so I know that most of my audience is really, they geek out on the, the, the tea that you guys are selling and the athletic stuff. So we should probably talk more about that, but I'm excited about the entrepreneur stuff as well. So they'll just, they're just going to have to deal with that a little bit. So, but that's all right. <laughs> so it, you guys are volleyball players and uh rob you're professional volleyball player not still is that correct yeah, well, i've been off the court for about, about a year but okay yeah i was could still be or go back and keep her singing someday maybe okay cool so um what do you guys do for workouts like what what is exciting to you about training being healthy that type of stuff yeah, well, a lot of stuff. Um, interestingly enough, like we were got we got in like a very strong routine at UCLA and Rob after when he was playing professionally of like going to the gym and doing a lot of dynamic workouts because volleyball is a very explosive sport. So we didn't really do any running or swimming or yoga and things like that. It was very focused on like how we can be very fast and efficient with our movements and strong. And so we did a lot of dynamic training um, and explosive movement stuff. But since then, and kind of like since we've adopted this Tenzo lifestyle, um, and it's a little bit more than just like working out. Um, and so we've kind of gotten kind of into like marathons, and I'm currently training for a half Ironman. Rob's doing yoga a lot, and I do that too. But it's like we've kind of exploring a lot of different ways to work out and feel your body um, and just be healthy in general. Yeah. I really think too, to add on that, like it's really interesting coming from a, I really love working for a purpose and doing something to achieve something or accomplish a goal or like 
So we've been trying after our athletic careers are kind of in a pause or finished, we've been trying to find like competitive challenges. Like we ran the marathon in like seven weeks, LA marathon. That was brutal, you know, but it was nice. fun. Like, yeah. we accomplished it like done next you know so yeah. i think that for, for me whenever i have something i'm really working towards it makes everything fall into place and it brings a motivation it brings all of like what you need to get out every morning and hit the gym and work you know yeah yeah for sure so half iron man right now for steve and that which is awesome do you know which one i don't know the exact name i think it's in santa barbara in the middle of okay. september okay pretty good good crew of guys running it so it's gonna be really fun really cool yeah i'm actually imparting on a uh living in a van for a year so i'm not sure if i'll be in the area but that's a whole nother story <laughs> yeah nice. what, are, what are you up to joe what are your primary workout routines and what have you been doing on a regular basis yeah, I'm a competitive CrossFitter, I would say. Um, so every year I try and in excel at that as much as I can, do local competitions, and then take what I've learned in accelerating my own achievements and teaching them to other people. So mostly CrossFit, and as that kind of opens up, it, it becomes like, all right, right now, for example, I'm focusing a lot on weightlifting and Olympic lifting and trying to get stronger with that with a secondary component of actual crossfit and and cardiovascular stuff but every year i usually pick something crazy to do kind of like what you guys have been doing with these goals and yeah. you know whether or not be last year i did um it was like a a part of the pct so the pacific crest trail from one ski resort to another in C, in the well i guess seattle washington area and it was 27 miles day 1 28 miles day 2 and 18 miles day 3 so almost like two, a little more than two marathons and then a little, you know, more than a half marathon, uh, three days in a row. Yeah. So I, I appreciate you guys craziness. <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. The body. I, I've never experienced quite the pain that you feel after mile 20 of a marathon. Nope. Your body is just like no more and you got to just finish. It was a pretty enlightening process to say the least. I, what, I love it. What's the name of that challenge again? The uh, the challenge. What challenge are you referring to? Three days running. Oh, that was, I we I just came up with it myself. Um, my yeah, my girlfriend and I, I. I've got a crazy awesome girlfriend, and we got a couple of people to support us along the trail. So they brought in our food and and tents, and then we were able to like put on light backpacks with hydration and whatnot, and just run as much as we could, and then hit people at hit the people up at night where they refuel us and then we go off in the next day. So that is awesome. Yeah. Super awesome. I'll let you guys know what our next adventure is. Maybe you'll want to get in on it. <laughs> yeah. Anything that's like totally crazy. Yeah. We could, we could do a big event around it and like promote Tenzo to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I got a healthy energy for the run, you know? Heck, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, so I think that that's freaking awesome. And, I, you know, I'm the type of guy, too, that you invite me to something like that, I might just show up. So you never know. Depends on, <laughs> depends on like I said, where I'm at because I'm kind of doing this interesting van trip coming up. But um, I want to hear more about you guys' interest in tea. Uh, you know, I've, cool. I've taken tons of sports supplements. I've taken, you know, the pre-workouts. I've, you know, drink 
had all kinds of coffee and tried to time things so that they hit my body at the you know perfect time so that I'm feeling great. Um, and it sounds like you guys have appreciated those types of things as well. So give me some background on it. Like what is, why tea? Yeah. That's a really good question. And like basically I'm sure you agree with this, but as athletes, energy was a massive part of our lives. And so specifically when, I, when we were in college, we were like, I would like wake up, work out for an hour and a half with the team. And you'd have to attend like all your classes in a three hour period head right into like pre-practice workouts and like stretching and kind of like doing stuff with trainers. Yep. And then you went into like a three and a half hour practice. And then you have some sort of conditioning afterwards. And it was like, then you have to go home and do your homework. And so energy was just huge, huge, huge. We were like doing pre-workouts in the mornings, like chugging caffeine, five hours, coffees, cold brews, like Red Bull at night, like this crazy stuff, right? Yeah. And then we became entrepreneurs, it got kind of like even more exacerbated. And so we were just like chugging these drinks. And like we both live under the philosophy that if if you, if you had a car and you only had one car your whole life, you'd treat that car really, really well. And that's kind of compared to your body, which is even is way more important than a car, right? And so you should really treat that as best you can. Totally. And so kind of like putting those two things in line, we knew that this energy wasn't going to go away. We weren't just suddenly going to not need energy anymore. Um, we wanted to keep that a part of our lives, but we also wanted to treat that car really well. Um, so Rob and I kind of went on this mission to find the healthiest form of energy on the planet. And after some searching, we found matcha green tea. And when we drank it, like we noticed no crashing, no jitters. We didn't have like upset stomachs, kind of like a lot of these things were aligning. Um, and it, it it really changed our lives and our ability to work out and keep going after that. And we wanted to spread that mission and the same feeling that we got from drinking matcha to the rest of the world. Cool. And what kind of process did you go through in figuring out that matcha green tea was the thing that you guys wanted to go after? You know, like how many different things did you try? Where did you, did you have to go places to try them? Like, you know, like was there scientific research that you fit found that you're like, Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, I think a lot of the pieces kind of just like fell in place in a lot of ways. And it kind of, it fit a lot of pieces because it has zero sugar. It's just 100% green tea. Literally, it's ingesting the green tea plant. So instead of putting it in a green tea bag where you steep it and you lose most of the nutrients, with matcha, you get to directly ingest it. So it's like 10 times the antioxidants, way more caffeine, a lot more L-theanine for that calm focused energy that pairs well with caffeine. So when we, I mean, I, I'm a science background. So of course I dug into all the scientific journals of the antioxidants and all everything like that. And the antioxidants themselves are amazing for your brain and your heart and your metabolism boosting, your oral hygiene. It goes on and on. It's like antiviral, antibacterial, keeps you healthy for your immune system. We looked at all these things and we're like, first of all, is this real? Like, is this like a real thing? Um, and when we got it and figured out it was real, we're like, holy, like, oh my goodness, like what an opportunity here. Uh, and we found in the U.S. it was really hard to find quality matcha. Like it's not a very well-known product. It's still very new. It has a 800-year tradition in Japan. But we realized in the U.S. there wasn't much of a market yet for it. It was pretty unknown, pretty new. There's some small niches that knew about it. But we're like, wow, what an opportunity to bring some amazing tradition of healthy long-lasting energy 
to the United States and really brand it and show people how great it can be for their lives. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. And how did you, so did you guys have to travel around to try different types of matcha or like how, cause there's different styles of matcha as well, right? Yeah. This is honestly going to be a pretty classic answer, but it's like entrepreneurship 101. All we did was Google and then we requested samples. And okay. it, it, it's not like, it wasn't anything crazy complex, but we evaluated them on like taste and color profile and graded the matcha. We have a big spreadsheet and we got matcha from China and Taiwan and like literally all over the world. Tons from Japan, obviously. Um, but it really just took a little bit of time. It took a few months for us to kind of pick that and get it started before we were really rolling. Um, but it wasn't anything crazy. Uh, since then, we have gone to Japan and visited the farms and learned about the processing and stuff. But okay. when we first got started, it was kind of more of two guys on a mission to like make this happen because we wanted clean energy. Yeah, yeah. first two is all about get samples, get your friends to try it. Like, do they feel the same way that we do? Yeah. And as the confirmation came back, like, wow, this is great. We're like, yeah. okay, let's move, you know, let's go on this and take it to the next level. Cool. And how is matcha different from a regular green tea? It's a well, great question. Yeah, so it is a good question. And this is honestly a common thing from a lot of people, but matcha is literally a powdered green tea. Okay. So it's a protein powder in a sense. Like if you can visualize a protein powder, that's what matcha looks like, except it's bright green. Um, and typical green tea is bagged and then steeped. So you release, you release like kind of the green tea through the bag and then you drink it with a tea yeah. bag. It's very typical. But with matcha, you actually blend it directly with the water. You can put it in a smoothie and then you get five to 10 times the amount of nutrients of a typical bag green tea. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I always wonder that because I've, I've loved matcha tea for a long time, but it was seemed like it was harder to get, like you said, than the traditional green tea, but you got to put it in a little ball and you got to dip it in the hot water and then you got to pull it out. And yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what you do with regular green tea, you're, you're getting like runoff water. It's like thinking about, it's like you're running, passing water past the green tea, getting like a little bit of runoff, but not all that real nutrients gets thrown away in the garbage. We throw a tea bag away. Other cool thing with matcha is um, there's a lot of grades and levels, all like wine, but the really nice matcha, they select the very tender baby leaves from the top of the plant. And they have a special process when they grow matcha where they cover all the plants in shade cloth, which reduces their light exposure, which huh. starves the plant of light. So it boosts the chlorophyll levels and makes the plant like try and go into hyper mode to capture more sun. So what that does huh. is it brings all the nutrients up from the roots and makes a really bright green, vivid green tea leaves and gives matcha its amazing color with all the chlorophyll and the detoxifying properties and antioxidants. Wow. Cool. I love the science stuff. So if you ever yeah. think something to share with it, share it for yeah. sure. I think it's super cool. Yeah. Um, history is amazing. They've had like an amazing culture and tradition that's just been over years. They perfected the process of, of matcha itself. Very cool. And how, how did, like what's Tenzo Tea as the company that now has the matcha? Um, as the name you're saying? The name, the company, like, what does that encompass? You know, we talked about the tea, what matcha is, and then Tenzo. Yeah, yeah like, why is it Tenzo? What's the name mean? What does the company, re company represent? Um, I know about it, but, like, tell everybody yeah. else. Like, That's a really great question, and I think it's one of the most important things that we'll answer today. And 
why Rob and I started this company, it wasn't to make a million dollars. It wasn't to like fund college debt or any like lame reason. It was purely based on the belief that we wanted to have a large positive impact on the world around us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Tenzo kind of stands for that same mission in the sense that every time you drink a cup of matcha versus a cup of coffee, you're treating your body a little bit better. You're pushing yourself to do kind of what you know is right and truly good. Um, we believe that really makes a difference. Um, and so also like the name Tenzo, just to give a little bit of background, means heavenly monk in Japanese and a Tenzo is the person that would bring food and drink to Buddhists in a Buddhist monastery. So the name has a little bit of history, um, but really kind of the, the company and what Rob and I believe and as like our community grows, we want to exude that same belief is to really just do good to the world, um, to treat your body the right way and to live kind of a positive life that you know like you can live. And so we kind of just want to exude that mission to other people as well. Very cool. Very cool. And did it take you a long time to figure out that name? The name came? No, about, actually, it was pretty quick. Like, like I, about two days. So we first found matcha, we tried it, and then I was laying in my bed on Google and just scrolling through words and ideas, and I found the word Tenzo on like, uh, a Japanese website. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Learn more about it. Tenzo tea. Hmm. Within 24 hours, we were like, boom, rolling. Yeah. Had the name, we were going. <laughs> I like it. I feel like as an entrepreneur, sometimes the name can get you stuck, but that's a great I, it's a great name love it like it's easy to spell it's hard to mispronounce yeah um it's also two syllables and so if you look at like some history of good companies they all have that in common i like it very cool um what are the health benefits of the matcha green tea specifically i know you mentioned like antioxidants and whatnot what kind of stuff that people aren't quite as nerdy as us that would like to hear about the intricacies. What can they feel or benefits are they going to see? Yeah. yeah. So in particular, um, matcha green tea has one super powerful antioxidant. It's called EGCG. It's in the catechin family of antioxidants. Um, and this one in particular, there's a million studies on the internet and it does everything. Um, it actually it's antiviral and antibacterial. So it'll help strengthen your immune system, but okay. it actually like, prevents bacteria and viruses from attaching to your cells and causing illness. It has cool. like a really interesting in that sense. It also has been shown to boost metabolism, um, which is really interesting. So compared to regular, like you boost, like I think it's like 25% boost metabolism. There was a study done in, in Japan among uh, middle-aged women. It's a really interesting study. Um, it also is very good for your brain health. So there's been studies that show that it reduces the risk of Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's disease. Um, and just the longevity of your brain, reducing those free radicals that cause harm to your neurons and everything that's happening synaptically. Um, we think more keeps going and going oral hygiene wise. So like for one other cool thing, um, fun fact. So coffee, um, actually works, in a negative way for bad, you know, coffee breath's a real thing. It's a real sure. thing. So there's volatile sulfur compounds in your mouth that are caused from pockets of bacteria that form and coffee works actually will help those bacteria grow. But matcha is antibacterial properties will fight those volatile sulfur compounds in your mouth, which will reduce your bad breath. It actually like, it's really good for your teeth, for your gums, for your oral hygiene. Um, wow. It's also matcha for your skin. 
So applying face masks is really good for wrinkles and skin complexion, acne. Like these are the things I was saying before when we first started reading about Masha. We're like, no way. This this is this is too this is too unreal. It's yeah. too good, you know? He is just like that's it's an amazing superfood that um, the benefits go on and on. That's why like there's a lot of studies too that just show the life expectancy in Japan is just far superior to most of the world. And I think a lot of it is due to the green tea consumption. Interesting. Yeah. And and do you believe that it's right for every consumer? Yeah. Like is, most, or is there a target market? There, there are some, like, if you're pregnant, caffeine is not necessarily the best thing necessarily. Same if you're young. It depends on how you want to raise your children with caffeine and caffeine. But besides the caffeine portion, it my my grandma, she claims that she hasn't been sick in 10 months. She started drinking matcha every day. So she wow. loves it. So she's all about it. Um, it's very good for a large population. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I think it's good for everyone, honestly. Um if you look at kind of the U.S., there's 20,000 independent coffee shops. There's 10,000 Starbucks, 5,000 other coffee shops. And then like 5-Hour Energy and Red Bull has it's like a $100 billion market. So in our opinion, the world loves energy. Um, and it's a very key part of a lot of people's lives. And if you can give it to them in an easy-to-drink and very healthy way, then why not? Sure. And then from uh, an entrepreneurial or business standpoint, who do you guys target market? Right. Because at least with me, with all my business has been like, yeah, I want to sell it to everybody. But when you learn about marketing it to everybody is a problem. So that's one of the interesting parts with Tenzo when we started, because you can sell matcha to anyone and everywhere, uh, sure. whether it's coffee shops, juice bars, you make matcha pies, matcha ice cream, matcha chocolate. So like, that's a massive thing. We've been really targeting one of our major audiences starting off has been middle-aged women, like 25 to 50 year old women um, looking for healthy alternatives to energy. Maybe want to stop their coffee addiction. We're also really working into the male performance based kind of like our demographic. We really yep. got out of the company because we loved it. So we kind of came back to that. We're like, wait a minute, let's market to ourselves. Like people that are young, inspiring entrepreneurs, um, athletes, really want to make the most of their day and be the best version themselves. Yeah, totally. And that's, well, obviously we connected and I've been taking it as a pre-workout for myself and I've loved it. I was, I was, (laughs) I loved it. I was skeptical at first. I've always loved the matcha as a, a, an energy source. Um, So when you guys connected with me, I was like, huh, this is interesting. I, I know I already like that style of tea and I, I wasn't expecting it to be as good a pre-workout as it was, to be honest with you. And it's great as a pre-workout. It's amazing. It's yeah. literally like you take these shots. Like we call it, it's called a koicha. The Japanese word for it just means matcha shot. Okay. Thick so literally we have like one serving in three ounces of water and just shoot it. And like we all did it before the LA Marathon. <laughs> every time we work out, we just have matcha shots. Very, very cool. And as a, like, if we're talking performance, do you guys have anything else to add to that? Like if someone's listening to this or watching this and they're like, yeah, that's how I would want to take it. I'm a crossfitter or a marathoner or triathlete, um, timing or amount of times they can take it. What, what do you got? Yeah. So I personally, I think I speak for the team have not found a 
upper limit for matcha consumption in one day. <laughs> um, there's anything with that. And I think um, the first time you're doing it, you should definitely be cautious because you don't want to like over- have too much caffeine um, right. just for your body's sake. But you don't like, you never get jitters and you don't crash. So like, right. it's really just about what you're consuming normally or daily and your body's used to that. And then if you want to up it, you can always add an extra scoop. Um, the easiest pre-workout though is just mixing it with a few ounces of water or putting it in a water bottle and shaking it up uh, and drinking it while you go. Yeah, I think performance-wise, like the protein shake bottles are like a perfect matcha-making tool. We were actually in Japan sitting with a tea master. He made us a ceremonial cup of matcha with a whisk and then he goes, would you like to try some iced matcha? And we're like, yeah, sure. He pulls out an American mini blender bottle, fills up with room temperature water, scoops matcha and shakes it up, pours it over ice. So it's very simple, you know, like, and I think the blender bottles with little, uh, the metal ball or it's a great way to mix it. I would recommend, um, a couple things for one, like matcha is just concentration of matcha with water. So if you want a big energy boost, do use a lot of matcha. If you want a little bit, a little picking up, do like a half a teaspoon, you know? So it's kind of up to your discretion on how much energy or boost you really want. Um, also, Eat some food before you do a big thing of matcha because it can Definitely. be a little harsh on your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? The more you have, the more food you should eat prior. <laughs> uh, I've definitely experienced the adverse side effects there. Um, and I have like, you know, like nothing crazy's happened, but. <laughs> it's just <laughs> a lot of green tea in your stomach. If you yeah. eat a lot, this guy makes a pretty crazy matcha shot, just like with <laughs> heavy, heavy matcha shots. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. I, and how much. Okay. So you said. Let's say somebody started off, start off with like a half, a half teaspoon. And then what did you say is a, a, a good serving for you? I think I've been doing one, one teaspoon and that's been good. But I've been wondering, you know, should I maybe I'll, if I got a really hard workout, should I go for a, a teaspoon and a half? So I think I wouldn't do anything more than like three teaspoons. Um, <laughs> be like my okay. Um, but that only be for like if I'm doing like a workout over a period of multiple hours. Yeah. So like you're going to the beach, you're going to go maybe like go for a run then go surfing or you're doing like a triathlon training or something like that. Uh, then that's really okay. But if you're doing like an hour workout, a teaspoon should be good. Um, it's, it's not nothing crazy. I mean, I, again, like I think it all goes back to what your body is used to. And a lot of like the, any advice I would give is really, it's all individualized. And so it's hard to say like, here's a blanket statement that will be perfect for everyone. Sure. For sure. And I, quick question. So when I've been looking at the package, it said to put it in two ounces of hot water. Is the hot water necessary or not? Not always it's recommended, but uh, you can make it in cold water, or lukewarm water, just fine. You may have to shake it up a little bit more because the hot water kind of helps with the dissolving, but Okay. Another fun fact too, mixing matcha or te- mixing tenzo tea in cold water makes a much smoother flavor. Hot water brings out the catechin antioxidants, which bring around a bitter taste. Huh. So if you make it cold, it'll be smoother and a little more refreshing. It'll actually have a different flavor profile than when you make it hot. Interesting. Is there any um, health benefit to the hot versus the cold? To our knowledge, it's all the same. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it... Because you, you still consume the whole leaf. So it's not like anything's materially changing with what you're actually doing with your body. Uh, okay. Just like some flavor comes out with heat. We'll say, though, 
if you're using hot water, make sure it's not it has to be below boiling because boiling water will burn the delicate leaves. So you want to have it hot, not boiling. It's really really cool. Okay. If it's super scalding hot, you can taste like a pretty funky flavor. Those oh. taste burnt. <laughs> Uh, yeah. don't want we're actually updating our new packaging right now. I'm really trying to specify and like really make that clear because it, it's kind of hard to portray in a small surface, you know, like exactly all yep. of that. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. So awesome. where do you guys see Tenzo T headed in the next few years? Like what's the vision? Well, I think um, it, this is like obviously really hard to say as a startup. Um, sure. And so the, the truthful answer is that we are going to keep growing that mission to positively impact the world. Um, right now we're doing like 20,000 cups a day in LA um, and we sell a pretty good amount online. The 20,000 through our wholesale locations. Um, and for the next few months we focus on LA and how we can support that and grow our e-commerce game. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to keep expanding and, and really like develop new product lines with matcha and really just like, increase the benefit for the people. Um, I don't want to say like we're going to kill Red Bull or kill coffee, but we might. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think it just all goes back to that end goal. And if we really feel aligned with that and that our decision-making is good, then that, that's yeah. all we can ask for. I think that the upside is, is really, really powerful. So especially in the U.S. and California, across the whole country, people are moving in a healthier direction for all of their food and drink and, choices really so we see matcha being a much better alternative to a lot of these other like pre-workouts they're really bad for your heart and like your body and your health and like all these chemicals and sugars and compounds and we really just feel that like a really simple tenzo tea there's no sugar it's just pure matcha green tea leaves it's just a really good replacement for a lot of those unhealthy energies we feel like can have a large impact on the world and the country yeah. Start here and hopefully move out. You know. Yeah. What kind of other products? I'm just curious. Like, are blends or I'm I don't know. Yeah. This is, this is highly in discussion right now. Yeah, we're highly debated, and also like <laughs> we can't really say this publicly um, because we have, we have competitors too. So got to Coca Cola or Starbucks could just like spend millions of dollars and make these. So we don't want to like give them our thinking, but. There's different flavors, different ways to drink it to make it easier and more affordable. Um, that's kind of like a big part of our game too. Is we don't we don't want to sell like an extremely expensive ceremonial grade matcha that no one can afford or use. Yeah. Um, it's really important to like get the price down as much as we possibly can, and so we can sell it to more people and make it available. Um, but yeah, so different ways to do that through like drinks or cookies or ice cream. I'm a big fan of ice cream. Rob also loves sweets. I do love sweets. Um, <laughs> so it'd be cool if you could make like, a sugar-free matcha-flavored ice cream or something like that. That's healthy, um, but also like tastes great. Okay, cool. Very cool. And ha- from an entrepreneurial standpoint, how are you guys – what's the growth path or, or the growth strategy? You know, like are you contacting these coffee shops to, to get them into there? Are you um, – I don't know. Like if there's somebody listening here that's running a small – base in seattle and they're like yeah. wow this is super cool is that who you're targeting or is there a bigger play or what are you guys doing yeah so that is also a really great question um and that's kind of evolved over time too and so we've been very dynamic with our our approach but like very resolute in our goal and so we used to literally rob and i would like 
go on two different sides of like a main street and like walk down and like pitch every available business that could sell our product. Nice. You know? And then like we got one, you know. Yeah. And so that's how it slowly expanded. And then we did that well and showed proof of concept and good numbers and a lot of sales. And then we grew to a few more and we, we stayed hyper local every time. And so we started in Long Beach and had like 10 to 20 locations there when we moved up to LA. Now we have about 150. Um, and again, 95% of those are in LA. And so we're building up network effects and kind of our brand recognition here and things like that. Um, and now it's a little bit more blended with inbound leads and people kind of know who we are. And so we got a good mix there and eventually we'll move up into mainly distributors and selling through distributors mm -hmm. um, and kind of scaling that out. But we work with a lot of independent coffee shops. That's kind of our bread and butter, like really health oriented premium coffee shops. Like people that really love to get quality products, health focused. We really, been, we fit well with, um, those kind of, yeah, but if you if you own an independent coffee shop, you're listening to this, definitely contact us because we can help you sell yeah. more. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And I think the product is great. And not not only that, from like the cons end consumer, I'm surprised that the uh, it's affordable as well. So I think you guys have done a great job with that because um, I was looking to go and get a subscription of it for myself, and I'm like, hey, this stuff is it's not going to break my bank and it's actually going to be cheaper than any kind of like coffee habit that I had, you know. So yeah, you know. We saw our 30 gram bags like 21.99 and it's 30 servings, less than a dollar a serving. It's like yeah. comparable workouts. It's way less than coffee at Starbucks. You know, it's a good deal. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, so because I love to ask this question because you guys are smart people and entrepreneurs and whatnot, three books that you would recommend. It could be entrepreneur, could be athletic, could be fiction. I don't care. What are your top three? All right, I got this. Let's start it off. Book number one, one of my favorite books on the planet is called When I Stop Talking, You'll Know I'm Dead by okay. Jay Weinstop. Okay. Uh, he was an amazingly successful producer, manager um, in Hollywood. He worked with a ton of major clients and acts. And what the book's all about is just like making things happen. Cool. Like being, the, being a movie maker, putting people in the right places to be successful and just like using me. Gotta read that book. It's awesome. A lot of great stories in that. Second book I really like is called Hey Whipple, Squeeze This. It's um, a content writing book. It's about copy, marketing, advertising, creating compelling ideas, how to iterate, how to brainstorm. Cool. Really well written, well worded. And a third one I'd say is called Relentless by Tim Grover. You might have oh, heard yeah. of this one. Uh, oh, yeah. Love that book. Um, it's an athletic mindset book. How to be, how to get in the zone, how to have your focus, how to be your best what it takes to really compete at a high level and just dominate. I love the mindset in that book. It's awesome. Awesome. Love it. And how about you, Steve? Yeah. So I would have to switch it up a little bit. Um, my, I would recommend everybody on planet earth read this book called the alchemist. I don't mm. know if you've heard of it. But oh it's yeah. It's a beautiful book. And I think the number one lesson there is to follow your heart. And sometimes everyone around you, even people really close to you maybe saying like, that's crazy. Um, but I think that if you follow your heart, you'll kind of unlock these series of rewards that most people who don't do that never get the opportunity or chance to even experience that. So definitely that one. Um, I also love the book Ender's Game. Um, it's about 
Have you heard of it? Ender's Game? It's I've heard of it, book. but I haven't read that one yet. Yeah. It's like a book that most people read in like eighth grade. Um, okay. But I read it in like sixth grade and it's kind of like been this really weird influence on my life. And I got this really smart kid and he's like an amazing leader. And one of the powerful examples that the book gives outside of being really well written, is just like how you can lead by example. Okay. Um, there's another example in the book, but it's, it kind of leads to my third favorite, which is Anti-Fragile by Nassim Taleb. Um, and that is really about putting yourself uh, in stressful situations, in non-terminal stressful situations, allowing a period of recovery, and then you eventually grow from the stress. And it's very, it's like an easy example is like lifting weights. When you try to lift more than you think you can, maybe really, really hard, but after you do it, uh, have like a protein shake, you know, good night's sleep, you come back the next day and you go and you can lift that weight. And then that kind of keeps going up and you lift more and more and more. And there's a lot of examples where that's really powerful. Um, so yeah, those are my three. So this guy's a good, good example of anti-fragility. Steve's going for a 120 hour work week this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm like, I'm actually pretty fatigued right now and I slept longer than I should have last night. But um, I've been tracking my hours and, if I'm awake, I'm like 100% thinking about Tensity or how I can improve it um, or like literally just like working. It's got to be productive time too. So like 17 like, hour days, that's going to make you stronger. I don't know what. Yeah. Holy crap. So how much, how much tea are you consuming? Um, I'd rather not disclose that. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. Not like nothing crazy. You just buy like three or four matches a day of like a normal serving size. It's not okay. like I'm pounding on like crazy matcha. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I get it. I get it. Um, are there any questions that I haven't asked you that I should have that you think are relevant to the listeners? Um, I think one good one is like, I don't know if it's a question, but it's something that I like, always try to voice. And it's like, and you, you definitely get this as an entrepreneur, but like for anyone who's starting something new or is like debating whether or not they should follow their heart, I think they should. And when I think that they start, they should never give up. Mm. Um, and like Rob and I have found that through like this journey of ours, that persistence is so important. Um, and it's really like the deciding factor between people that achieve their goals and people that don't. And it's, it's never like optional. It's, it's like, it is always optional. It's a choice that everyone has, whether they want to keep going um, or they want to quit. And the people that are successful and like do a 30 day workout challenge, complete a marathon, do this absolutely crazy challenge with your girlfriend to run like three marathons in three days is nuts, you know? But like, there's something about you that when your mind told you to quit 10,000 times, you kept going. And that's like, I cannot stress how important that is like in life and as individuals. Very cool. Love it. And how, or how can people find out more about you guys? How can they get the product? You know, what do you want to promote? Go for it. Yeah. Check us out online at tenzot.com. Um, we sell our organic ceremonial masha there. We also have a bunch of boxes, like a starter box, an active box with an awesome Tenzo shaker bottle, a box box with the whole combined kits. Um, Instagram is at tenzot. We're building a community there, which has been great. Uh, shows you a lot about LA and the experience and the whole matcha life that we're building out here. Also, if you want to follow Rob Page on Instagram, at Robbie Page. So delicious. athlete over here. No, yeah. Just check out our website, though, and if you guys have any questions, feel free. You can email us or 
hit us up and we're very responsive to anyone who's trying to live an active, healthy lifestyle. Um, we kind of love that spirit. So we're building a community. So we're glad to have you a part of that. And thanks. Cool. Yeah, guys, I really appreciate it. I've loved, loved the product. And I think that everybody listening uh, should give it a shot if they have any, you know, caffeine in their life at all. So awesome. Good stuff. Thank you so much. It's been cool. amazing, Joe. Yeah. Thanks, Good guys. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. That was my interview with Steve O'Dell and Robbie Page of Tenzo Tea. I highly recommend that you check out Tenzo Tea. Get yourself a bag at tenzotea.com. That's T-E-N-Z-O-T-E-A dot com. And if you'd like to pick up one of those books that they recommended on me, go to allaroundjoe.com slash audible and you can get yourself one of the books that Steve or Robbie mentioned. I know I'm going to pick up a couple of them because there was a few on that list that I have not read yet. So check them out, allaroundjoe.com slash audible to get yourself that free book. The All Around Joe podcast where we optimize your human performance from my personal experience as an athlete, coach, and all-around self-improvement junkie. I will see you on the next podcast.